0: Good morning and welcome to Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. Wheeling the Pathways of Life is a snapshot of the day to day experiences of a disabled individual as they navigate the pathways of the world around us. We hope to shed light on and open your eyes to new perspectives on the lives of those with disabilities. Most of us have disabilities we must live with, but it is the way we deal with them that defines us. The opinions and beliefs expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests And do not necessarily reflect the opinions and beliefs of this station. And now, Brian Fitzpatrick.
1: Good Good morning, folks. This is Brian Fitzpatrick, and we're bringing you another episode of Wheeling the Pathway of Life with yours truly, Brian Fitzpatrick, and of course, Kaylin Fitzgerald.
2: Good morning, Brian.
1: Good morning, Caitlin. How are you?
2: I'm doing good. How are you doing this morning? Good. Having a good week so far? Yes. Looking forward to the rest of it? Yes. Fantastic. It's what we love to hear.
1: Especially you.
2: Well, yeah, because it means that I'm doing a good job. Yes, If you're not enjoying your week so far and aren't looking forward to the rest of it, then I'm going to start getting concerned. just
1: That was just a bit of humor. Um, Today we're going to get into a little bit of a uh, subject that I've never... um, looked at on the air before, quite frankly, have been looking at for uh, at least a couple of years now, um, it actually started when I was in the nursing home, when I moved from my parents' house in the nursing home. So, Um. Given yes, you wanna kind of assist me in giving an introduction to what we're gonna be talking about today. Um.
2: You, i I mean I can I can assist you with what I wrote down on the paper but i can't yeah. I can't really give a preface for your feelings okay because they're they're you know like they're, they're your thoughts they're your feelings okay. I mean I can I can only i can help uh, them. Uh, uh, I, I can I do my to, best
1: i understand that but I'll, i just was, don't want,
2: I don't want to butcher it because these are your thoughts and feelings
1: what we're gonna talk about today is
2: some of some of the some of the some of the difficulties you had um, coming to terms with your life when you were a kid, yeah. right?
1: And the the basic fact of this week is going to be the terms that the client or the consumer or whatever you want to call it has to come up has to do I have to deal with and now letting the caregivers um, get burnt out because of it and realizing that it's not necessarily their fault when they get kind of frustrated with the situation. Is that a good way to...
2: I think that's a very good way to put
1: it. Um... When I was younger, there was a lot of times where the statement was to... This this is for any family, in my opinion, that would be dealing with this. Um... And the, the 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 question is, why did you do this to me? That is a big one. It took me many years to realize um, that they didn't do it to me.
2: but when you were you were younger you felt like your your family did this to you? Yes. That they they intentionally put you in this position?
1: Yeah.
2: And you know, was that all throughout your childhood or did that like start later and go through teenage years? Like what was what was going on there?
1: In the beginning when I got to be like Nine
2: Nine
1: or ten. Nine or ten or mm-hmm. s- even seven. When my mother and I were dealing with the fact that I was in my first power chair and when she put me in one room I would end up in the other. And she'd have to come physically find me within the house to tell where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to come to terms with that thing. my I don't have to stay where I am anymore because <laughs> I got wheels that that I can move. Um. That was kind of a joke around the house where we, you know, would, uh, you know, yes, I would purposely, uh, not maliciously, but purposely take off on her. Just
2: because you could? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kind of, uh, Because
2: you, because you had that ability, finally, yeah. to do it on your own. Yeah. Um, and so that's what you're saying. That's around the time that some some resentment started for you.
1: Resentment started even younger when I started seeing my sister doing the things she was doing, um, uh, dating. That kind of stuff, I mean, going out and actually working, not spending time, you know, mm-hmm. not spending as much time. But what uh, I'm finding interesting is when I think about it now, Everything that I'm involved in, my parents have had a hand in. Mm -hmm. Um, Right down to the equipment I have in the house. Mm -hmm. Because my parents actually both started the assistive technology program. Hmm. Um, that, that was the case of KB Toy, um, we had a contract with KB Toy, mm-hmm. where they would give us toys to adapt, and switches and joysticks, and that's how we would find out what the clients would be a be able to do is we loan out the toys for two weeks and see what toy they could handle and stuff and throughout the years it expanded into a full computer lab and you know so Yes, I may struggle with some equipment, Mm -hmm. but um, I consider myself kind of a test person
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because if I can handle it, just about anybody in my condition. There's
2: not much that I haven't, there's not much that I've seen that you haven't been able to handle or figure out. I mean, sometimes when I'm working with your technology, you're walking me through the steps.
1: Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I'd say you're very tech savvy.
1: Sometimes I gotta give you a chance to actually...
2: Figure it out? Yes.
1: Yeah. Figure it out.
2: All goes back to that, to that trust thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um and we're working on another bit of technology. We started it yesterday, but uh, we still got some work to do.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. The tracking I feel like we should explain that a little bit. Um because we did say we were gonna bring a product in this week. When we didn't when we did it, it.
1: When we get it completed, we'll bring it in. Yeah,
2: and I'll hold it up. Yes. So no one can see my face, but they can see your beautiful <coughs> painting. Yes. Um.
1: Um.
2: We just weren't able to finish it yesterday because it was it was drying and everything was bleeding together yeah. and it it wasn't gonna work out well. Yeah. And we wanted it to be as good as possible. For, for the
1: for the um and honestly it's actually been many years since I've even attempted to do it so
2: it was a learning experience yesterday i think tomorrow we're going to be even better at it than we were yesterday
1: so it's, but
2: it's just like it's just like the show where we get better every week with what we're I doing think
1: I think it's gonna be a progressive thing once I like, get going with paintings. I think we gotta like we do for the show we gotta set aside uh, the painting can be more flexible than the show, but I think uh we gotta
2: we gotta work on the process
1: adjust uh adjust our days compared. When we do shopping and stuff, of course, that's got to be put to the wayside, but I mean, you know, we got to make it a...
2: A dedicated activity.
1: Dedicated activity.
2: Absolutely. And the more we do it, yeah. the better, um, the, the better our process will the become. The product. The process and the product. Yeah. Right ah. now... I think the issue yesterday was you haven't done it in a while and i've never done this before so we had a little bit of trouble
1: communicating with the
2: communicating uh what you wanted and um not that not that we weren't able to get it across on the canvas it just you know it took a it took us a little bit longer to get the uh into the swing of it yeah really but that's okay i mean we've got plenty of time yes so and it's fun it'll be fun to improve just yes. like it's you know it's fun doing the show and it's fun whenever yeah. we make an improvement on the show and you know
1: yeah um so what i wanted to talk about today
2: yeah let's get back to our topic
1: i'll uh, we'll continue i'll take you in this break on this one but uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because this is going to take a little bit. So, um, what I wanted to make sure I but, uh, even though the consumer or the client may be um, resentful towards the, P- the PCA or the caregiver or, you know. Who's trying to help them? Don't feel it's their fault. Don't feel they're doing something wrong. Because they gotta find their own way to um, fight through the process, too. And uh, many, many, uh, I'll give some examples of.
2: I'm just, I, I wanted to ask what you would recommend for um, someone in, you know, the PCA position at that point. Like, do you recommend that, like, you step back and just give them a couple minutes to work through it? Or what What would you recommend?
1: Because
2: um. when you say resentment, do you mean, like, a little bit of, like, hostility as well? Or... For
1: me, it's like, a lot of it's like, boy, I wish I could do this myself.
2: Uh huh.
1: Because trying to describe to somebody how to do something.
2: Frustrating.
1: And then trying to desperately try to explain to them how to do it. When you actually know what you want done, mm-hmm. it's like,
2: so what I'm asking is when that comes out as frustration you know is it is it best to just like take space for like 5 minutes so that everybody can collect themselves and then maybe come back and you know have a be better at it like the PCA can more effectively Do what you need them to?
1: Depends on the severity of the situation.
2: Depends on the severity of the situation. Okay, well, has that been been useful? Has that ever been useful for you in the past? Just, like, taking five minutes of space from each other and then coming back to reassess the situation?
1: Um... There was a technique that, um... I started with.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And this is not a... Very strong recommendation because there's risk with it. But, um, um, I had the three strikes here after you. Okay. The PCA would step out once and then come back in, reassess, see see how I was if I was still frustrated she would step out again mm-hmm. and then if she if there was no avail they went home for the shift
2: oh I'm not talking about like
1: no, no, leaving
2: I'm, you completely I...
1: no 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 I'm saying if it's completely out of control that's that's what you would, uh, that you know, So that you and the PCA don't, you know, don't,
2: um. Nobody ends up saying anything they don't mean. Yeah. But. In the heat of the moment. Me.
1: Me. I have to suffer the consequences of the situation. And. Yeah. No. No one in UCP or in my family is gonna intentionally not feed me or anything, but it's a way to kind of let me know that, um, hey, this is unacceptable. You gotta change the way you're reacting.
2: You gotta su- uh, yeah
1: suffer the natural consequences of the situation.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about denying you, denying de- de- denying someone um food and sustenance. No, I'm saying... I understand. I understand the concept of like you know the consequences of one's actions.
1: I'm talking Like Tiffany, we had a situation one time where the PCA left. And then a couple of hours later uh Tiffany called her and said could you go back in and feed him? You don't want to stay for the entire day, but mm-hmm. could you at least go back and feed him and change him?
0: Mhm.
1: So they got we got the essentials done but we also
2: so you got the essentials done, but you didn't have someone with you the entire time that you would have. Yep. Nope. So there were still consequences there, but nope. none that would, you know, impair your well-being. No. Nope. Okay. Yeah, that was that was that was kind of what I was asking. You know, like, how do you how do you get past a situation in a way that you know um, no one gets too frustrated and, you know, lashes out.
1: My normal, my normal shifts, mm-hmm. Says a lot of this is going scheduling, usually like five hours. Mm-hmm. But the way we do things, okay, mm-hmm. this is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But the way we do things, if I send them home, They still get paid for the entire shift. But if I. If they go home of their own.
2: Volition. volition, Yep.
1: Volition, they don't get paid.
2: Makes sense.
1: Because they didn't expect me to send them home. So that's.
2: Yep, but they made the. But it didn't. in the other situation, they made the decision to leave. Yep. All right, we're going to go ahead and take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to continue with this subject.
0: You're listening to Wheeling the Pathways of Life, on WTBR FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle. On behalf of UCP of Western Massachusetts, Wheeling the Pathways of Life would like to thank the following organizations for their continued support of UCP Scarafoni Realty. Greylock Federal Credit Union, Crane Paper Foundation, and the Stationery Factory in Dalton, Massachusetts.
2: And we're back.
1: We're back. They... What? I must say this. I of every week. That transition is getting smoother.
2: smoother. I told you at the start that I would get better by the week.
1: Uh, I
2: promised it, I believe. Uh, Yes. And I always deliver on my promises. It's a fact.
1: But anyway... Let's get back to the <laughs> let's get back uh, to the topic. <laughs> difficult. Today. Um it's a difficult topic. But I wanna cover it as much as I can. And like I was telling Kaylin, this may go um for two or three weeks with some with some guests stepping in. In between, we may have to take breaks once in a while for some special guests coming in. But uh, I think mm-hmm. this is where we're going to camp out for a while. Um, you, you said, you suggested we get into a little bit of my personal
2: of your personal experience, why you you know I mean it gives it gives some context it gives the listeners um a little bit of insight as to why you chose this topic and you know how it relates to you
1: a lot of my problem was I had to do because of my condition. uh-huh, my parents couldn't just leave me home alone. Okay Um so I had to do things that I really didn't want to do that were actually somewhat personally embarrassing. um
2: what do you mean what do you mean by that?
1: Um well going through the lingerie section I at the um the department tour isn't the greatest thing for a guy to you know one to go through a kick You know but I mean uh
2: there were there were things you couldn't opt out of. Yeah. So if like somebody went to you know, like What, um, for example, so like when I was growing up, I always went to the grocery store with my dad, but I had the choice. I didn't have to go with him if I didn't want to, but what you're saying is you didn't have that choice. If somebody went to the store, you couldn't opt out of that. You had to go with them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Unless there was somebody watching.
2: Unless there was somebody else that could watch you. And that continued even into your your teens. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. I can understand where a lot of frustration would would come from that. Especially, you know, as you as you get older, teenagers don't want to go oh, yeah. anywhere with their parents. <laughs> Nowhere. You want you want to be left alone. You don't <laughs> want anything to do with them. You're like, "No, no thank you."
1: No. No, now, if I want to sit there and play with the TV, just flip through the channels on the TV, yep. just for the sake of flipping through the on the TV.
2: Fun fact, I hate when people do that. I can. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you wanted to do it just because you could. No, I mean... You can now. Yeah, I can yeah.
1: now and...
2: I don't know why you would ever want to. You can't see it. You can't pay attention to anything like that. No. How are you even going to know what you missed? No, but I mean... Just because... But doing it just Just because you can. Just because I have
1: the technology
2: to do it. Yeah. You have that choice now. Yeah. And And that's important.
1: Nobody can tell me, you know...
2: Yeah. Nobody can stop you.
1: But I can't. Yep. And a lot of times um it goes into protection too and I had a lot of problems with protection when I was you know, younger because it was like Ma, why are you telling me no because we don't want you know we can't can't do this because this will happen it's like I'm not able to climb out of a tree or
2: so like over so parents being overprotective. Yeah.
1: Because either they don't know or they just feel like guilty because of the situation they're in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I wanted to get. is yes, don't feel guilty. Okay, you're gonna have a situation where the client or the consumer or your family member are gonna yell and scream at you and say, You're the worst thing since sliced bread.
2: The worst thing since sliced bread?
1: And I I'm just saying. Dang. Yeah. You know,
2: I get what you're saying. I get what you're I
1: mean, saying. You're going to I know. You're going to get that.
2: That anger.
1: Yeah. That resentment. And the worst thing you can do, in my opinion, is a time and a place for it. The first thing that people do with people like me is say, you need help. You need help
2: when that, like, anger or resentment yeah. or frustration comes out?
1: Yeah. You need help. Rather than understanding why that protection is there, we we need to either, not necessarily my family, but I'm seeing, I've seen a lot of cases in my, in my situation There was some of this. Uh, we might want to consider medication, or we might want to consider counseling or something because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I find it easier to work through it. Mm.
2: You yeah. find that that's not always the answer.
1: Just deal with it. You know, because if you're told how to avoid it, it does no good it uh it does little good to avoid it instead of
2: so what you're saying is to like face the actual issue head um, on yeah
1: and I think I'm doing quite well
2: you think you're do why wouldn't you be I
1: think I'm doing
2: quite well at it. I'd say so.
1: I've had plenty of <laughs> challenging situations. But uh, challenging situations as far well as people people's assumptions as soon as they come in the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a comment by somebody who happened to me, one of my staff. And I had to stop and think about it for a second. I have a this was meant to be a joke. But um, I have a sign in my computer room. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: new uh, sign. Stupid those stupid people beyond this point. Okay. Yep. Um but I was given a different perspective to look at it. A way to look at it. Yes. That's an indication that you're smart. You you're smart. You're not gonna put up with a Mm -hmm. Somebody being flippant and say, Well, he doesn't know what he's talking about, or, you know, whatever. You know, I mean, it's a way for me to look at it as if I'm not gonna be dismissed. You know, you're not gonna sit there and say I'm not going to listen to him because he thinks I'm stupid.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's not the way to look at it. The way to look at it is a warning to tell you that I'm, I'm not that I'm looking for problems but I'm just putting it out there that I'm not going to uh, put up with a lot of difficult situations from people playing. You know. You're and not going to put up with a lot of crap. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you understand what I mean? I do. Was that a good way to explain it there?
2: Yes. Because okay. I, I I understood what you meant from your explanation. Not, I
1: mean, most people laugh at it, but this one particular person just pointed that out to me, i like, you're right, you're right it shows that I'm smart enough to be able to differentiate between the two. Um, you right over part there? Part of the reason why I said what I did to Tiffany was not only because I didn't know you at the time, but I didn't have enough objective data to be able to tell if you and I were going to get along That's yeah. the time.
2: Oh, if you and I were going to be
1: able to get yeah. along? So that's why I said,
2: uh, You trust her on <laughs> this one?
1: Yeah. It <laughs> a little bit to do with the back to you, almost. It was an
2: accident. (laughs) And in my defense, we had waited a couple minutes on the mac and cheese, and then I gave it to you, and you didn't tell me that it was too hot until it had already burned your mouth.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I'm actually going to tell him myself, and I know... Uh Sue's listening from the office who is my Uh can navigate her but uh Cayman Yes Being very strict on something that she should be. All right. Um when I'm eating I love to talk. Which is going to make me...
2: It's problematic. So... Yeah, it's it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem.
1: (laughs) So... It's a problem that came and told me she's not going to put
2: up with (laughs) me. No.
1: Um... So... And... You also have to, um, judge how you react based on the uh, personality of the other person, too. As well, the staff have to react to me, but I also have to react to how they're reacting.
2: Everybody's got to, you know, read the situation and react accordingly.
1: And then there's the professional side of um, my reaction.
2: Mm hmm. Which we can't get into as soon as we take our last break. We will be right back once more.
0: You're listening to Wheeling the Pathways of Life on FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle. Support for WTBR comes from Sandrini Enterprises, providing awnings and canopies in western Massachusetts. Retractable awnings, retractable screens, gutter and gutter protection systems, commercial awnings, and screen rooms. Customized solutions available online at sandrini.com. UCP of western Massachusetts is hiring. If you'd like to help people with different abilities lead independent lives, apply at ucpwma.org jobs. We need direct and living caregivers. Join the agency who's reimagining independence
2: and we're back
1: you were saying
2: you jinxed me you said that the transitions were getting smooth and you jinxed me (laughs) but i was saying that you well no no i wasn't saying you were saying that you wanted to get into the professional side of your reactions um, so why don't you speak to that, <coughs> sir? Um,
1: there are limits to how far um, a consumer can uh, uh, push staff and even though I have supports, and even though the agent, agency is ultimately responsible for um, maintaining my care, I am ultimately responsible because my name's on the paperwork and my uh, reputation. Um, yeah. So what you're
2: saying is you're accountable.
1: I'm accountable. And in the past, I haven't been as accountable as I am now.
2: Tried to tried to pass off a little bit of the blame.
1: Well, some of it was. Uh, Some of it was, uh, some of it was uh, um, justified, and some of it was just me trying to push over, you know, Mm
2: -hmm. push over Not wanting it to be your fault.
1: Like one example, we'll get into specific. Oh, I wasn't but... Uh,
2: Probably for the best.
1: I'm mm-hmm. learning some decorum. Some tact. Yeah. Yep. Some, um, I had a staff. I told her to leave me alone. And rather than walk in the other room, she left me for the entire night. Because she took it literally, Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: and when I say leave me alone, I mean just step out of the room, go to bed, or...
2: Just stop talking to me.
1: Go out on the deck. Yeah. Have a cigarette or whatever you You know, eat.
2: something a little bit less extreme.
1: Yeah. Um... But how I knew she was not coming back is she actually, I saw the van go by the window that she drove Mm -hmm. and I figured well she's just going out for a coffee at Dunkin Donuts or something. Mm -hmm. By one o'clock in the morning I discovered she wasn't coming back. And then I was faced with, do I want to call my parents at 1 o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and get them in there to shut the lights off and, you know, Mm -hmm. do whatever I had to do. And I stupidly decided to stay in that position all night until the next PTA came in. Mm -hmm. And that was not a good situation. (laughs) Mm.
2: I would not call that a sound decision on anybody's part.
1: No. So I would not recommend you do that kind of thing, but also maintaining the fact that the client's going to get a flip. Okay. Yep. And Jennifer Summers had to come in and do lunch the other day. And I was kinda nervous because when I see her coming it's usually Oh, uh, what did I do?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But she said she was talking to Tiffany Tiffany was saying what kind of situations I've gone through. And then Jen said, Yeah, but look where he's look where he's come in the three years almost four years that I've been with UCP. Look at the ground he's made. Look at the ground he's gonna continue, continue to make. So basically what I'm saying is don't look back at the uh, bad things the consumers are doing. Look at how much further forward they can be. That varies on what the um, functionality of the person is. But even though Some people can't speak, or some people can't uh, communicate in the natural way. Believe me, you can tell what people are thinking, even if they don't say anything physically.
2: Especially the longer time uh, you work with them.
1: Yeah. Like, Caitlin, this is a good thing, Caitlin. You look at me and I'll be like this quiet thing, nothing. Mm-hmm. You look at me and you'll say, what's the matter?
2: Yeah, what's going on today?
1: And you'll be like, I'll be like nothing.
2: And we both know that's not true <laughs> because you love to talk. <laughs> and
1: and you, like- you,
2: you you love to talk and you're always full of energy and you're always animated. So when when that changes, I know that something's going on. You know, and in the beginning, I probably wouldn't have been as good at picking up on that as I am now, but that's you know that's that's something that also develops over time.
1: you don't and the person does not have to be communicating verbally or doesn't have have the ability to verbalize verbalize to tell there's something wrong Mm -hmm. it may take a little bit to figure out okay is it positioning or is it uh something wrong with them physically to tell but um
2: you can get there you can figure it out It just might take a little bit of extra time and a little bit of extra effort, but that's that's part of it.
1: Yeah, and you gotta be willing as employees.
2: Well, if you if 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 you work this job, you have to be willing to put in that time and willing to put in that effort. There's there's no excuse. And it's I'm like gonna, I said, it's part of it.
1: I'm gonna say this carefully, but I'm gonna say this.
2: You always make me so nervous when you say I'm gonna say this carefully. I'm like, oh no what's no, about to come out.
1: You may not if you gotta take some extra time, you may not get paid for it all. I mean you may not I mean it's extra time may not be allotted for in the uh Financial end of it, but if you're good and dedicated, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, it's all in your choice, but you're gonna have a better relationship with the client if you take that time and do it. You can make it.
2: You'll have a better understanding of each yeah. other, and you'll you'll work you'll work better together. Yeah.
1: So it's a decision you gotta make, but uh, I'd make the smart decision personally. But that's the decision you guys need to make. But um, so anyway, Caitlin, I was going to. I mean, uh, we were gonna go to the lake tomorrow, but uh, we
2: didn't finish the painting. We didn't finish the painting. That, and it is gross outside. It is so humid. It is un- unbearable. And finally, finally, after after you know all summer, you have finally come to the realization that sometimes. Just because we can go outside doesn't mean that uh, we always should because I seem to remember a couple months ago it was like 90 something degrees and you were mad at me because I was like, it is unsafe for us to be taking a 30 minute walk right now.
1: No, you know, many times we've sat outside the studio. Um...
2: It happened one time. One time.
1: We sat outside U C B before no?
2: Yes, but mean? that wasn't your fault. That was um they were late. Yeah. But no, the time the, the time that we messed up the no, no, both of those times were nerve wracking for me because, you know, We're sitting out in the hot sun. I I didn't know if you had sunscreen on. I definitely didn't have sunscreen on because I was foolish and didn't think that we'd be outside for so long. And I was, you know, I was panicking a little bit. I was like, are you okay? Do you have enough fluids? Are you going to be okay? And you're like, stop asking me. Leave me alone. (laughs) It's like, no, I can't. I have to make sure you're okay.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm glad you
2: think it's so funny. I did not at the time.
1: And one of the natural consequences of not scheduling oh, our ride correctly. We did get. I'm just wrapping up the show. I should tell people, I did get a confirmation. And I guess, but I'm just trying to work out a schedule. I yes,
2: think. we're trying. We're trying to work out a schedule, with her. So. Stay tuned for more. I'm sure we're gonna have some more yeah. information on all of that. Next week. Next week. But it's exciting news. We yeah. got the email sent off last week and we already had a response the following day. My It was fantastic.
1: My first guest, FiaZoom.
2: That's exciting. And yeah. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to To learning that. I think it was I think I think it's a function that we've already used once before, but um, I'm definitely looking we used it with the um, used it with the um, the PowerPoint presentation.
1: PowerPoint presentation.
2: But I'm looking forward to doing it in a different capacity. Yes. Yes. You know, getting better every week and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Um Yes, Brian. I'll make sure
1: you're good, you good boy.
2: Throw another thousand things. Yes. In. Yeah. It would be appreciated if you gave me a little bit of time to like catch my breath. <laughs> but give you like I'll I'll work with it.
1: Give you three weeks to
2: No, I don't need three weeks, just a week or two. But you know, I, I I'll work with what you give me. I'll work with what you give me. I always make it work. We haven't had any issues yet.
1: Um so folks I think um but next week we're gonna dive into a little bit about a little bit more about the clashes between arguments with caregivers and stuff and how um, the consumer can contribute and also the um, staff or the family member can contribute as well and um tell you how I have dealt with it. And
2: yep and maybe I think we're
1: gonna camp out on that for
2: for a little while. And maybe we can we can see if you have any suggestions for solutions. Yes. Well, all right.
1: Uh, so this has been Wheeling the Pathways of the Life My Anne Fitzpatrick.
2: We've had a... And, and Caitlin Fitzgerald. We've yes. Had a, we've had a great time this week on air, and we yes. hope you have, too.
1: Yes. And... Before we go, I should tell people, if people want to watch, watch this and um, listen to it, it'll be on tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. And then... Uh,
2: it'll be available
1: online. It'll be available online. And it'll also be on PCT. 1301 at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, 3 o'clock on Thursday, and 9 o'clock in the morning on Friday morning.
2: Thank you for joining us this week.
1: Thank you for joining us this week, and we hope you have a great week, and we will see you next week.
2: See you next time, folks.
0: Thank you for joining us for Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and 104.3 WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. May you and yours have a beautiful day, and we'll see you again next week.
2: But since you found each other I've been so confused Cause I believe there's one soul on
1: this earth that was meant for mine I was sent here to find what if it's you